Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Oh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE SIPC. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Hi, everyone. I'm Cheryl Butler, and you're listening to the Mighty Mommy's Quick and Dirty Tips podcast, which will help make your life as a parent a little bit easier and a lot more fun. Welcome. Today's episode is number 601, Seven Surefire Ways to Stop Yelling at Your Kids, because yelling can be just as harmful to children as physical punishment. So here's the quick and dirty. Are you stuck in a yelling rut? Well, turn down the volume with these seven strategies that will restore peace. One, parent as though someone's always watching. Two, tune into your yelling triggers. Three, Remember that an organized home is a peaceful home. Four, think like a teacher. Five, turn your voice into a whisper. Six, be a role model. And seven, say you're sorry and make some changes. The way we choose to discipline our child is a personal choice based on our parenting styles. Although many parents today refrain from spanking as a form of discipline, there is still something many of us do that can be just as harmful to our children, yelling. Why is yelling harmful? According to a study published in the journal Child Development, yelling, defined as shouting, cursing, or insult hurling, may be just as detrimental as physical punishment to adolescents long-term in their well-being. Even in otherwise loving homes, yelling, cursing, or insults can have many of the same effects as hitting and can lead to depression, anxiety, and low self-esteem in kids. My parents were not yellers, so in the rare instance when one of them did lose their cool, not only did it grab my attention, but I never forgot it. Remembering the impact yelling had on me when I was growing up, I felt awful whenever I grew impatient and attacked my kids verbally. Thankfully, Yelling doesn't have to be the norm. Here are seven ways to keep your voice and tone in check so you can make your interactions peaceful, not combative, the next time you lose your patience with one of your cherubs. First, parent as though someone is always watching. One of my worst parenting moments happened many years ago when I was making dinner. I asked my son to put the dog out so I could pull the ribs out of the oven without him jumping all over me. My son dutifully complied, but he left the door open. So the moment those ribs came out and onto the counter, the dog flew back in and grabbed them. 
It was an honest mistake, but I was furious, and I screamed at my son and everyone else in the house. My yelling was terrible enough, but what I didn't realize was that a neighbor had been standing at my front door the entire time. It was horrifying, and I still shudder when I recall it all these years later. From that night on, I decided never to embarrass my kids or myself like that again. So I began reminding myself to parent like someone was always watching. I've gotten myself into the habit of visualizing our school principal or one of my in-laws near the vicinity when I'm in a stressful situation with my kids. It helps me to remain calm and talk peacefully instead of acting out in a fit of rage. Next, tune into your yelling triggers. As a super busy mom of eight kids, the one thing I've learned about my parenting shortcomings is they usually correspond with times when my energy levels are running on empty. When I'm run down, tired, overwhelmed, or have no extra oomph, I'm rarely at my best. I had to program myself to offset those triggers with a new mindset, and you can do the same when circumstances are tampering with your already short views. The first step in keeping yourself calm and together is to anticipate what usually sets you off. Often, a behavior pattern makes us churn and feels like nails on a chalkboard, which ultimately sets off a yell fest. For myself, it was the morning routine and getting my kids out the door to school on time. So one day, even before I got out of bed, I gave myself a pep talk. I reminded myself that mornings will be rough and I shouldn't be surprised by them each day. Then I urged myself not to give in to frustration and to carry on with our morning routine as matter-of-factly as I could. These pep talks became a daily habit, and I found that I tolerated the kids a lot better when I wired myself not to react emotionally. Once I had established my weakest trigger moments, I could head off yelling and instead focus on engaging my kids to start the day by being organized and on task. And for a quick tip, one of my favorite parenting gurus is Dr. Laura Markham. She's the author of Peaceful Parent, Happy Kids, How to Stop Yelling and Start Connecting. One of her signature recommendations when it comes to getting your yelling under control is known as stop, drop, and breathe. So when you start to lose control and begin to raise your voice, remind yourself to stop, drop what you're doing, just until you can calm yourself down, and then breathe, just take a deep breath, then regroup and move forward. Three, an organized home is a peaceful home. Your home environment can be a game changer in helping you stay calm and in control of your outbursts. A 2010 study revealed that women who felt their homes were cluttered or full of unfinished projects were more depressed, fatigued, and had higher levels of the stress hormone cortisol than women who felt their homes were restful and restorative. If you're living amongst clutter and chaos, no wonder your patience is limited when it comes to handling a challenging moment with one of your kids. Look for some easy tips to streamline the busiest areas in your home with my popular episode, Seven Ways to Clean Up Your Family's Life. Four, think like a teacher. 
The best teachers don't yell or take children's misbehavior personally. Instead, they look at challenges as learning opportunities. So, if your kid leaves the milk carton empty in the fridge or wet towels all over the bathroom floor, ask yourself, what does he need to learn, and how can I teach him that? Maybe he needs a note posted on the refrigerator door to remind him about the milk. Perhaps he needs to experience the consequences of leaving the towels strewn throughout the bathroom, such as giving him an extra chore, like doing laundry. Think about ways to make the situation into a teachable moment, rather than a stressful shouting match. And six, one of my favorite tips: turn your voice into a whisper. Even when you're not angry, you may find yourself yelling, "Get in the car! We're late for practice." If you make a softer voice a habit, you'll be less prone to yell at other times too. When I turn the volume down and whisper to my kids, it gets their attention immediately because they know I have something important to say. And a quick tip for you: speak to your family members only when you're in the same room, whenever possible, instead of yelling from room to room. So make eye contact, keep your request short and sweet, and ask your child to repeat your instructions back to you. Next, be a role model. The next time you hear one of your kids yelling at their siblings or a friend, take the time to listen to what he's saying. Often, kids parrot the same words we use when we yell or talk badly to them. This is a great reminder to model respectful tones and comments when you're talking to your kids or your spouse and any others in your close circle, because kids will repeat what they learn from you. And remember your role as their parent. When you resort to screaming, you're forfeiting a piece of your authority. By yelling, you lower yourself to the level of a child who doesn't know any better. You can't gain respect from your children by shouting at them, but you can act as a responsible parent authority who's in charge of a calm, controlled manner. And seven, say you're sorry and make some changes. Finally, no matter how hard you try to remain in control and not blow a gasket. There will be times when you lose sight of your goal to keep calm and carry on. I doubt there's a parent on this planet who's never lost their cool under pressure. When this happens, first take a breath and forgive yourself. Next, step up and apologize to your children and anyone else who witnessed your outburst, even the dog. Apologies are important, but the actions that follow are even more so. Once you've apologized, make it right with your child. Changing your behavior moving forward is a great place to start. You might even tell your child that you're trying to get better control of your temper, and that you're a work in progress. You're learning just like them. As human beings, we're bound to mess up and lose control sometimes. So, if we apologize to our kids and then focus on finding kinder, more positive ways to communicate, we're taking a step in the right direction and setting an excellent example for them to follow. How do you keep your volume under control when things get heated in your home? You can interact with me on the Mighty Mommy Facebook page or Twitter. You can also email me at mommy at quickanddirtytips dot com. Listen and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. As always, thanks so much for listening. Join me next week when we talk about strategies to help handle 
the manipulators in your midst. Most families have kids that love to try and con you to get their way. And believe it or not, it's totally normal. It's just how we deal with them that makes the difference in nipping this behavior in the bud. Enjoy a wonderful week with your family. And until next time, happy parenting. At Best Western, we can't promise you the perfect family beach vacation. We can't promise that it won't rain or that you won't get a sunburn or that your family won't endearingly call you lobster mom for weeks afterward. What we can promise is a warm welcome and a comfortable room amidst all the joyful chaos. Lobster mom. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western with over 4,200 hotels worldwide. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.